Hey, what up, Internet? This is Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, and I'm talking to my fan bros. I need you guys to rate, listen, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Listen to us, fan bros, on iTunes. Got it? Get it? Good. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Yo, what's up, Internets? This is Chico Leo coming at you with another Fan Bros special delivery. Uh, I want to talk about tonight's episode of Walking Dead. Uh, It's the fifth episode of the fourth season. The episode was entitled Interment. And, yo, I gotta say, this this could have literally been the best episode of The Walking Dead. Um, it, It wasn't as sort of flashy or as artsy as some others. But I I thought the action was really, in a show that has had so many desperate, down-to-the-wire, who's-gonna-die action sequences, um, I I thought the stuff in the prison, like, I really thought Herschel could die at any time. I really thought Glenn could die. Um, It's really rare on a show, especially one that kills so many red shirts, and for those of you who don't out there who don't know, uh, the term red shirts comes from the original Star Trek series that whenever they would go down to the, uh, a planet, one of the one of the unnamed security officers who were always wearing red shirts would inevitably get killed. And our main heroes, you know, Kirk, Spock, McCoy wouldn't. And so um, basically that term is has come in, in, in genre, you know, sci fi type stuff to encompass basically people who you don't know who they are, but they're part of the group and their death is supposed to mean something. (coughs) Excuse me. And um, early on in The Walking Dead, there were a lot of times that like red shirts were getting killed and none of our heroes were getting killed. But the the show has definitely changed that. Um, There were some really, really great moments, uh, just talking head moments. that a lot, a lot of times this show I feel felt that falls down uh, when when characters are talking. They're either not, you just don't buy what they're saying, and you're waiting to get to the next zombie scene. And I thought um, the dialogue scenes were really just as intense. Um, and a lot of the episode really did revolve around Herschel, um, who is definitely a great character. But I think if you ask most people to name their favorite character on The Walking Dead, they're going to say Michonne. They're going to say Daryl. You know, um, Herschel is definitely a dope character, and he really stepped up in this episode. He stepped up, the the actor stepped up, and the character stepped up, and uh, basically, I mean, he he saved the day with the help of uh, his daughter Maggie, who uh, had a pretty uh, well-placed shot at one point. Um, I had mentioned earlier in the season that, um, you know, they were going to have to come up with sort of new and inventive ways to kill the zombies, and at this point, you know, the zombies are, are so not front and center. I mean, they are front and center, obviously, but the show has really embraced the, um, the characters. Uh, like I said last week, they've definitely managed to winnow out a lot of the whacker characters. And most of the newer characters that they've introduced have been pretty dope. So, um... I, I gotta give it to I think this season has been generally firing on all cylinders. I was a little up in arms about the decision to uh, banish Carol. Um, I would point out that um, you know basically her decision was well technically I mean it was technically the right one in the sense that this disease was spreading. 
people are turning into zombies and they're burning them, you know, just like she did, you know, um, and Herschel seems to think there's still some kind of divine plan. I, I don't know anything about that, but, um, I, uh, I gotta give it to, I gotta give it to this season. It's really all, uh, seems to be coming together in a way that the previous seasons, things kind of fell apart. Uh, and again, this season has, each season has had a different showrunner. There's been sort of behind-the-scenes squabbles involving the network and Robert Kirkman, the creator of the comic book and executive producer of the show. And the guy they have as the showrunner this season uh, was the uh, writer of uh, season three, episode Clean, which featured Lenny James, Michonne, and um, Rick. And uh, that was that. That might have been uh, the best episode, uh, with the exception of the pilot, up until now. But I, I thought this was this stood up there with, in terms of tension, with you know the last hour of Titanic. Or I, I mean, some people might feel this is blasphemy, but I, I feel like this stood up to you know Breaking Bad. I mean, this was really, really good TV, start to finish. Um, some credit goes to Bear McCreary. I don't know that we've ever given him a shout out. He's the guy who does the music. Um, some people might recognize his name. He did the music for Battlestar Galactica, which uh, also had really good music. Um, and I just thought the directing, the tension, uh, and the action was really good. And, um, you know, we get, there was some character development and certainly some... Uh, they got rid of a lot of characters. Our group is a hell of a lot smaller now than it was certainly at the beginning of the season. I don't think they're going to have any problem with, uh, you know, food shortages. There's going to be a lot more fruit leather to go around. Um, you know, I, it, it was it was a, a ballsy move to have an episode like this when sort of the big guns in like Daryl, Michonne, Tyrese, Bob, when with them not even being in the prison. Um, you, you really got to see sort of how shorthanded they are. I mean, there's a scene, you know, just, just, just Rick is out there. Um, or I guess he was with Maggie, uh, but, you know, trying to stop the zombie hordes while Herschel's running around inside the prison, trying to stop the, you know, zombie hordes that are being created from the disease deaths. And, um, it was, it was really good. So, um, I don't know. Some people felt like this season didn't get off to a great start. I, I've been with it this season. I, I had some questions last episode. I thought they might be falling down. Of course, the big reveal uh, at the end of Interment, the name of this episode, is that the governor is back. Uh, we all knew he was out there. We all knew he was coming back. Um, you know, it was, it was a little bit of a... You know, almost corny melodramatic tease to show him, um, but uh, you know, just sort of standing behind the tree, and even with the buildup of a little bit of that menacing music. But um, yeah, the governor is back, and uh, that does not mean anything good for our heroes as they try and basically recover from. You know, they they seem to have the meds now, uh, thanks to um, Michonne and Daryl and Tyrese, and to a lesser degree Bob. Uh, who decided to stuff his bag full of uh, liquor instead of meds last week. But, um, yeah, so out of the frying pan and into the fire, um, you know, the governor, uh, I'm assuming he's still operating on his own. 
Um, but uh, th there's definitely going to be some trouble there. Um, I don't know if this is going to be play out over the rest of the season or they're going to just sort of knock him out in an episode. Although, uh, what, what would be the point of them not having beaten him last season if they were just going to knock him out in an episode or two? So, um, yeah, Walking Dead, firing on all cylinders, uh, literally. I mean, we got to see a uh, one of the rare uh, father-son bonding moments with uh, Rick and Carl as they uh, stood side-by-side, toe-to-toe, like the two dudes in Contra, just uh, mowing, mowing down uh, opponents. Um, that was a pretty big horde that they took out. Uh, a lot of ammo used there. But... Um, yeah, I guess, and even then, I uh, there. I guess maybe you could even go so far as to say there was even a uh, uh, like a doubling going on because you had uh, basically outside Rick and Carl saving the day, and you know father son, and then inside Maggie and Herschel, father and daughter, saving the day um, and saving Glenn. But I, I really thought for a second that Glenn could have been that they they might have just decided to kill Glenn, who. Um, you know, is is a, is a fan favorite and is definitely a favorite of mine. They, again, they haven't given him much to do this season. Um, but, um, yeah, just everything was really good. Even the sort of quiet moments like Sasha and Tyrese's reunion. Um, Sasha's scene with Herschel. All, all of Herschel's one-on-one -on -one scenes were great. Um, one of the things that I'd always said about the uh, about uh, Game of Thrones was that despite all the big budget and everything like that, the best scenes in that show are usually just two characters in a room talking to each other. And I felt like that, you know, uh, that was true on The Walking Dead tonight, and it just hasn't been true in a lot of, in a lot of the uh, in a lot of the episodes previous to this. So kudos. Um, I've definitely always said The Walking Dead is a really good show, but not a great show. This was a great episode. And if they can string together a bunch of episodes like this, I would definitely elevate, you know, Walking Dead to status of, you know, just a great show, a top-notch show. Um, talk about a couple of other shows. Um, uh, the show that I consider to be the best new show uh, returned now that the World Series is over. Uh, Sleepy Hollow had gone on hiatus for four weeks and uh, if you're not watching that, you're definitely losing. That's a great show with uh, really, really great... I mean, you're talking about, like, the new Mulder and Scully, basically. The chemistry and ability of the two leads and the just general fun but dark nature of the show and the whole huge mythology. And it, that that's a, that's a show that's been firing on all cylinders. Um so you should definitely check out Sleepy Hollow uh, if you haven't been watching that. And Homeland, which got off to a uh, an odd beginning of the season. Uh, the first couple of episodes were really kind of odd, has really picked up. Um, you know, they've established who the villain is. And um, I mistakenly last week, I sort of gave a shout out and I said that Carrie Bradshaw is, uh, is pregnant. Carrie Bradshaw is actually the main character in Sex and the City, I believe. I meant to say Carrie Matheson, and that development has not even been referenced in this episode, other than the fact that at one point she goes to throw up. It's not clear if it's morning sickness or if it's due to the circumstances of the scene, um, but um, yeah, that's Carrie Matheson, uh, the redoubtable Carrie Matheson, who 
you know, if 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 we were in a zombie apocalypse, I would definitely want Carrie Matheson uh, to have my back. But um, yeah, after some really odd choices and some odd pacing and maybe some digressions with Brody's daughter and, and her boyfriend that didn't necessarily need to uh, occur, I, I would definitely say that uh, Homeland has been getting better and better. And that was a show that I, you know, had one of the greatest first seasons of any show and a not so great second season. But this third season has been, uh, you know, started off a little rocky, but has has really uh, there's there's something really good going on there. Um, anyway, just wanted to check in. Uh, hope everything is good with everyone out there. If there's any shows that uh, anyone is watching, I haven't checked out Dracula. Um, I don't know if anyone out there is watching Dracula. You should definitely let us know. And um, other than that, look for a new regular episode with the full complement, the full crew, later this week. Uh, keep listening. And uh, that's it for this special delivery. Peace. Fat bro.